What's up? CD2 of the Rosillo Forever Double CD Podcast. Some guys are going, what you, why would there be two? What are you guys even talking about? We used to get really excited when an artist hadn't come out with anything for a while. They dropped two on you. Although some people would just kind of put two and you'd go, you probably could have made this one. So let's hope that that's not what we're doing. So we're going to have Van Pelt coming up here in a little bit, a little bit later. Saruti, anything new that you want to get off of your chest? Uh, I was just in the Bay Area, Stanford Steve's stomping grounds. How'd you like it? Um, I sent this tweet out and it was pretty popular. I was in Napa. Oh, so get some, get some good interaction. Yeah, trying to enjoy myself. Um, get away a little bit. And I'm in the bathroom at, at no lie, like a, I'm not trying to brag, but it's like a, a Michelin starred restaurant. Like we're trying to do our thing. Why can't, why and, can't you tell us that you ate at a nice place? <laughs> because then you're going to be like, oh, cool, dude. Like brag about it. it <laughs> I tell you that story because of what's about to happen next. I was in the bathroom. Brad Pitt. Incorrect. <laughs> Two random dudes, but. They come in and start arguing about whether or not Alex Smith is a good quarterback or not. I swear to God. And I'm looking around like somebody's pranking me. Like, is Rosillo here? Like, what's happening? Like, this can't be real. And this one guy's like, I don't know, man. Like, I can't believe they got rid of Kirk Cousins. And the other guy's like, dude, Alex Smith is way better. So underappreciated. He's like a sneaky top 10 quarterback in the league. And I'm looking around. Did you going, say anything to him? I did. But they like, they like must have been hammered because they just totally ignored me. Or like, why is this guy talking about Alex Smith? 100% accurate. I'm not making this up. Probably one of the best things that's ever that's ever happened in my life. No <laughs> lie. Please don't have that be one of the top ten best things that's ever happened to you in your life. It was just for pure shock and awe. It was that incredible. That is that is pretty good. I am um, throwing it out there to any Philadelphia radio station that wants to have me on because yes, Sixers fans, I have heard heard from you, and let's do it. I was wrong. I did a hit on Sports Center, which people are playing now. Uh, where I talked about the Sixers, and I'm going to give you a little backstory here, but I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just telling you where I, my head was at. I have a rule with NBA teams. When you're young and you haven't played together, I usually don't think you're going to be any good. And usually I think you're going to suck on defense because most of the times that's what this game tells us. History tells us young teams never play together. They're not very good on defense. Philadelphia has smashed through what I thought was kind of a granite, something just set in granite. Um so I was out there with Jalen Rose. We're doing Sports Center. We just come out of a Steven Jackson hit where he said the Sixers are going to be a dynasty. And so I'm like, that's insane. Love Steven Jackson. So they come to me and I'm like, look, you know, you got a bunch of dudes who haven't played together and Bede's already missed two seasons and more than half of last year. And he's incredible. And that's the weird thing is that I've been a pro Embiid guy. I've been a pro Simmons guy. I've loved those players. I love that they took Embiid. I argued for Simmons. That whole year and then going into the draft. And people that call them lazy, which is hilarious because the rebounding numbers and the fact you watch that guy play defense and big possessions. He just engulfs people. But I was like, look, they're young and you know, all the Sixers love. The Sixers love was because you were a laughing stock and you played 25 guys a year for like three years. So it's trust the pot process. It's, um, you know, it's also a little Philly too. So who are we kidding? Cause you guys have come out and, and reminded me plenty of times on social media how friendly you can be. But I was, I was wrong because I go, wait a minute. So we get Embiid, who's hurt all the time. Simmons, who hasn't played yet. Fultz, who again, you know, but that wasn't even factoring in Fultz losing the, the thought process into taking shots. I'm like, well, you know, they're, I don't, maybe they win 30 games. Maybe they flirt with the back end of the playoffs, but not the sixth seed. So right now they have uh, a better percentage than Milwaukee. They're sitting in sixth place and they're fourth and they actually were third last week, but they're fourth in defensive efficiency. They're probably going to make the playoffs because the rest of those teams are kind of negative on the point differential, but that's just my thought process of it all. I guess I did not 
trust the process at least for this year. I love the two players. I assume Fultz would be good enough at some point. I heard somebody call him a generational talent the other day. Like, Let's remember, when we talk about players being generational talent, what does that really mean? Well, it means you're probably one of the best players in the league. And the crazy thing is Embiid is when he plays, and maybe Simmons will be even without a shot. I don't know that you're going to be lucky enough to have three. But if you do have three, then yeah, we're talking about some really big, big things. But that was my whole thing with Philadelphia. And that leads me to the Embiid deal. Because I was like, man, if you're going to go ahead and just give them the the five years and all the guaranteed money for $146.5 million, I don't know if I would do that. It would scare the hell out of me. I would have to be great with my owner. And, you know, again, this is somebody that loves Embiid. But they reworked the contract. They put some language in there. We're saying, in theory, they wanted to waive him. I'm not saying they're going to. But if they were to waive him after 2018-2019 because of a recurrence of an injury, whether it's back or the feet, so if he actually tore an ACL that wouldn't factor into this contract, they could waive him and pay him about half of the 146. It's actually more than half. He'd have to miss 25 games, play less than 16, 15, so what, 1,650 minutes uh, and they could get some weird, so like there's some language in there to cover themselves, but it actually has to be a recurring injury. It has to be something that's already something that he's hurt. He could break his arm and miss games, but the contract clause would not kick in for the Sixers. So yeah, he's healthy now and it's awesome. They are great on defense. They have all sorts of length and I was wrong about the Sixers and I will always think young teams will stink. I will always think they're at least going to be really bad on defense. But the only time I can think of like a young team really doing something was that Oklahoma City team. It's incredible they had all those guys with Durant, Harden, Westbrook all under 25, and Ibaka, who I think was still under 25. I think he might have been the oldest of the group, and they made it to an NBA Finals. It just it doesn't happen. Like that's really the only time I can think of a team being really successful. It usually, just get stomped. And even if you make the playoffs, and maybe I should have said that. Hey, maybe they can be the A seed. Maybe they get to like 38 wins and they back in with just an under 500 record. That would have been the safer way to play it. But I went a little too hard on TV and I'm, you know, being reminded about it daily. And that's fine because that's the fun thing for everybody after the fact that, Hey, look how stupid this guy is. Uh, but that's, that's the reason. That's, that's what I put into it. And I hadn't really talked about it. Like if I was doing a show, I would have to do this segment because the other thing is, is there's so much fun. Like I hate watching them and going, like, I don't want him to lose to be right anymore. I just, I want to enjoy it because it's awesome. But I do think they still really struggle to execute offensively late in games and they got to figure that out. But, you know, what, 6 3 matchup? They play the Cavs, 7 2. You want to tell me they're going to beat Boston 4 7? Mm, I don't know. But, I mean, we're talking about them being right there with San Antonio and Toronto is actually third defensively. So it goes Boston, San Antonio, Toronto. Philadelphia doesn't make any sense. Like I'll give you all the other young teams, like Sacramento, young mess, terrible on defense. Last Phoenix, ugh, year seven on the rebuild. Cleveland, all right, that Cleveland's a different story. Orlando, guess what? They're a young team, total mess of a roster. They suck on defense. Minnesota doesn't matter. Those two dudes, Wiggins and Tad, they're just not good. It doesn't matter that Jimmy Butler's there and Taj is there and Tibbs is there. Uh, Chicago, oh my God, mess. You want to talk about that? Denver, saw him live this weekend against Houston. They can't guard anybody. Brooklyn, dude, I mean, you know, young, collect like all these teams. Dallas, young, weird roster, and Dirk. Atlanta, mess of a roster. Those are your bad defensive teams in the NBA. And other than Minnesota, where you'd think they'd be able to figure this thing out, and the Cleveland debacle that's on year three of them, well, two, let's call it two years of bad defense, um, 
normally I would see Philadelphia in that kind of group. And that's also why I think the Lakers have been kind of impressive here because they're 11th in defensive efficiency. And that's why I think all the Luke Walton stuff that was out there because, you know, I've heard um, the ownership is, is more Luke friendly than maybe the front office is. I go, well, dude, are you kidding me? Like, look at his roster. And I know Randall's playing better and Ingram's been better the last couple weeks, but like the fact the Lakers are 11th in defensive efficiency, I think that's an incredible, incredible accomplishment for them. And that brings us back to Philadelphia. So Philly ran three billboards, not the movie, uh, on LeBron James. And I'm telling you right now, sauced information. Uh, whenever we're doing the LeBron offseason thing, and you know, my buddies in Boston be like, why wouldn't you come here? I'm like, well, it was 0% chance before Kyrie got there, and now it's less than zero now that Kyrie's there. But the Sixers thing is real. The Sixers thing, if this Cleveland thing went disastrous and it started getting petty and it started getting emotional, and I still think Cleveland's a favorite to keep them. I feel like I do this every single podcast I do, but maybe that's because it's like once a week and it's been two weeks since I did the last one. I do think the Sixers are, like if you had to tell me, okay, rank real ones, real landing spots, I would put the Sixers in there. Absolutely. So the billboard thing is funny and LeBron can say, oh, it's flattering and all this stuff. This is not a 0% chance um, probability here. It is. It isn't. So I don't know if you're going to get return on those billboards. But that's where I'm at with the Sixers. I felt like I've needed to do that now for probably a month. And, of course, they went on the tear right before the break. So, you know, time to time to own up to it. I I just can't see him playing in Philly. I can't see LeBron playing there. Like, it, it, How is that? I know your whole thing is always like, oh, just make get the talent and make the fit work later. It's not a fit. How do he and Simmons play together? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing where LeBron would be like, well, hey, Ben, you're going to have to figure it out. LeBron can play off the ball. I mean, you know, he did it. Kyrie had plenty of... Yeah, of you Ben's know. a non-shooter. No, I, I get I get your point with that one. Um, yeah, more often than not, I'm like, just put it together and you're going to figure this thing out. Um that that's a little trickier with Ben. Just I mean, forget missing shots. He didn't even take them, so he's not even spreading the floor. Um, and then Hinky would become an instant legend again. And can he be more of a legend than he is now? Yes, if that happens. So, what do you think of my Sixers open? Listen, I you know respect to you for owning up to it. I totally understand why you said what you said in the first place. It makes sense, and you're right. And I just think these two dudes and and maybe Brett Brown are are way better than we thought they were. We're going to be. And yeah, he's played. I mean, he's played the whole season. He feels like he's going to be a top yeah, ten player. And the defensive thing, like I, I get it. I don't know why they're so much better than we they're thought. So but they long, are. and maybe it's just the it's an East thing. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't look, expect them to make any noise by any means. And but you, you know, you were pretty adamant that they would what? That they would maybe, maybe make the playoffs. And if so, that that'd be a great season. They're I like, thought they were right as we talked it out. And I went, I went to and so the clip that's being played on TV. Like I look like a total jerk. Um, which is just so funny because I've tried to avoid being that guy for such a long time, but it was kind of like, wait a minute, Steven Jackson just said they're going to be a dynasty. I'm like, come on, dude. So I could have left myself a little more leeway or a little more rope, whatever you want to say, but, um, I don't want to feel like I'm walking this back. I mean, the fundamentally I ended up being wrong about how successful this team is and that's okay. That's totally okay. But yeah, I, I probably should have done something and this is like a lesson, but see, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't want to be like wishy-washy with my stuff. Uh, I think, I think what you do is you go, Hey, if they make the playoffs, they're probably like, maybe it's like a nice season where they're at 38 wins or something like that. And right now it looks like, you know, maybe they get to 45, 46, 
That's incredible, man. And so that's the problem, though, with all the math that we do on it. It can't be like, hey, what an incredible story and this group and Embiid stayed healthy and Simmons is going to be a stud. And like, my God, look at us. It has to be, you know, as soon as your team wins the championship, it's not celebration. It's like, okay, who can I MF <laughs> right now? That was the Eagles, basically. That was the yeah, yeah, right. Right now, that's me. Like, oh, cool. Like, you're an underdog. Like, you, you, you realize that it's awesome that you guys won, but you kind of deserve to be underdogs. Like, your starting quarterback was out. Yeah, like you can't get mad at the guy when you say like, nobody believed in us. Like you didn't pick us. You're like yeah, that's right. Like, which one do you want? Which which sign do you want to hold up? The I suck or the no one believes in us? I don't know. Uh yeah, that's it, man. Double CD worth of content. Van Pelt on robots parenting, Trump, his bank account, aviation. Band of Horses. Band of Horses. Uh, dude, I mean. Scotsman. Scotsman. Animated cartoons. Obviously a little Twitter fight and how people suck. I feel like everybody does that now all the time, but it's always good to bring Scott back for it. Hope you enjoy. Scott's here, and I was thinking about you the other day. Thanks, bud. And I was thinking, there's somebody who I'm friends with, and his name's Scott, and he's stubborn, and I'm stubborn, <laughs> but he continues to do something, be stubborn about, that is maddening to me, and it's it's time. Do you know Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Well, I was reading Jonathan Abrahams, hold on, it's Abrams, sorry, Jonathan Abrams' book on The Wire, All uh, the Pieces Matter. Okay. And it's the oral history. I'm almost done with it. And I apologize for mispronouncing his name. I just, you're such a jerk for not watching the show. And the fact that you're from there too, not that you were dealing drugs, but you Mm -hmm. understand every street and all that stuff from Mm -hmm. your pickup hoops days. Are you ever going to watch it or now you're just doing petty? We watch Paw Patrol in my house. Um, are you familiar with Ryder and, and Rubble and, uh, Sky? You don't know about them. There's some dogs. Get Ryder out of Benihana? Nope. They're on the scene. Ryder. They're, they're fighting crime in Adventure Harbor or wherever it's called. And, uh, um, that sounds dangerous. There's a lot of hijinks there. So dude. you, now that you have kids, you, you can't ever watch a show. Is that what you're telling me? What I'm telling you is <laughs> that my life is just managing chaos on a daily basis. And the idea of just sitting down and diving into what that's going to require, I, I am I, I, guilty as charged, stubborn, sure, but the reality of of the existence is such that I. It was suggested that we should do some Oscar talk on on Sports Center. Do some like pick do do winners. I said, oh, you mean about the movies? I haven't seen one of. Haven't been to a movie. Haven't seen a movie. What's the last new movie you've seen in a theater? No, I mean you you do get on planes though. I know you. you yeah, got the, you got yeah, the iPad yeah. loaded up. You know what I've seen a lot of is Kong Skull Island. That's on, and let me tell you what: there's a lot of stuff going on that island. That what the de- what it what's happening there, man? Recently saw it. You saw it, Saruti? I did. Give me your thoughts. I actually kind of liked it. It's uh, your boy Tom Hiddleston. Who he you, sucks. Yeah, you don't like him, but I I like. <laughs> him. <laughs> He's like Loki. Uh, He's okay as Loki, but when he does that De Niro impersonation, he looks at De Niro, and De Niro looks like he wants to shoot him. It's not. It's not a good impersonation. 
Well, that that movie is part of a bigger universe of monster movies, I guess. So if you hadn't seen like I think it was like Van Helsing or whatever. Oh, if I didn't see Van Helsing, I don't get Kong Island. (laughs) All I know is there's a big ass gorilla and there's these skull there's these there's these Remember those birds? There's them too. I've seen parts of that movie three times on a plane. Yeah, me too. And it just when it's on late at night, I watch it just because the effects are like I'll stay until the one octopus scene or whatever. But then just a lot of stuff I don't get. You're a special effects guy? Kinda. CGI. I'm just trying to check it out now. Like I kind of compare it to other stuff. Why? Um, so what's some of your favorite CGI? <laughs> um, the day I, after tomorrow? No, I just compare it to like the Star Wars stuff, which doesn't like now that there's prequels. How come they had better ships in the past, and then in the Star Wars, all their stuff was garbage? Well, we're talking like forty years. So understood. But 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 what we're but if you're doing a prequel, then what you're saying is this happened before Star Wars, which means you need to have you need to do retroactively bad spaceships. Like they need to you know be what? just tooling around like a Hyundai. It's not a that Hyundai's point. are not that Hyundai's are bad. I'm saying bad Hyundai's before well, Hyundai's got with, good. You don't have to deal with Hyundai. What do you? No, care? but I mean, I'm sure they're good vehicles. I'm just saying, like the bad Hyundai's before they got to be good Hyundai's. Electric togetherness. Um, um you got really excited that I got into a, a Twitter spat yep how excited were you it was minor compared to me i mean it was it was like i just like i just picture you because i know you so well and i pictured how pissed you had to be to be like all right all right math guy you're gonna tell you're gonna give me the what for on why simmons got fouled late except you're wrong okay so i'm gonna quote tweet you and just tell you you're wrong right when i decide to quote tweet you that means about you being wrong. Want to I put want, a dude on blast. I want you to be exposed. So for those that may not be following all of our content on all angles, what uh, are you even doing? Why, will, what no, are you even doing with your life? No, not, we will. We will get to all this. Um, okay, let's see. While here. you're looking, let me just. I want to paint the picture because people are listening to this. Maybe I haven't been able to sleep since I've been back from my travels. You've been to Aspen? You done Aspen yet? Not not recently. Is the hotel Jerome still there? Oh yeah, I had a burger at the hotel J Bar. Go. Good times there. Yeah. You're, you know, do you know how many texts I got from people saying, hey, you're going to make it to your hotel room? Mm. It was like, I feel bad for the 30th guy that sends it and he thinks it's so funny. And it's not like I'm salty about what happened to me because mm-hmm. it just sucks. Like I screwed up. What are you going to do? But, um, you know, I just like the dudes that keep sending it. I'm like, your buddies, you, you're like, not getting tweets. You're getting texts. Why? Well, you know, what? I didn't even tweet because, you know, honestly, I was trying to be sensitive because mm-hmm. uh, that Dan Fagan accident. The NBA agent, who at one point was the most powerful agent in the NBA and still pretty powerful. Like, I was on that road two days before, and he died in a car accident on 82 into Aspen. So I was tweeting out, I was going to tweet out, like, later that day, because I knew I was going to get a million Wyoming jokes. But I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I went snowmobiling, you know, whatever, you know me, just Mr. Adventure, Mr. Adrenaline. Outdoorsman. Yeah, and I go, all right, you know, I don't want to send, I don't want to send a picture out of Aspen, just because, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you just know what's going to happen. Be like, oh, so you're sending a snowmobiling thing? Like, pretty insensitive, don't you think? And like, that's, those are kind of the rules I play by now. You don't tweet out snowmobiling pictures because you think people are going to connect it to an unfortunate accident like you didn't? Yes. You should have thought of that? I think I would have gotten a lot of those. You don't think so? I don't know. People suck. I mean, I get that. But just, you know, you're allowed to live your life. I would have thought you'd just get heckled for all the other stuff. I'm looking at your beard, Yukon Cornelius, and my God, that thing is robust. I mean, you. I've were, done this before, though. Like, yeah, this is not, not never like this. Yeah, I did. No, I, I don't did. remember it. I did uh, back when I lived in Hartford. I I was I was early on the beard thing. And Agreed. That's when, and that's when Josh Elliott and I were out in New York City, and he wanted he was he proposed a Rat Pack. He wanted he wanted us to have like a new 
like a new version of the Rat Pack of New York City swingers, and I had just gotten a girlfriend. I was like, bad timing. And Man. then I grew a beard, and he just we were in the back of a cab. It was pretty late, and he just turned to me and he goes, "Is that a compensation beard?" And I went, mm. "How about I beat the piss out of you right yeah, now? You want to fight? How about, how about you, that? You want to fight and see how that goes? You want me to I'll compensate for something else? My Do you failures. still have that one rogue hair in your cheek that's like a copper wire that you have to pluck out? I'm looking for it. Everything looks so. It's, I had a makeup girl come down and, and actually cut it off of my face. And she goes, people are watching. And in the HD, they can see this copper wire. Just Did it erect. bleed? Did it bleed? Because that <laughs> thing had tendons on it, man. I could have tied the castaway raft together, and it would have been a stronger vessel with that hair. Yeah. But I haven't. It's gone now, I think. I think I lost that one, too. Man, what okay. a bummer, too, that, 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 that the hairs that strong grow out of your cheek and not the top of your head. I'm always, so pissed that, that you don't grow a beard again. Like, I would love you just like, hey, welcome to the SVP Sports Center. If, I've got I've got kind of a – it would be – it I, would suck, right? Right. We've, we've covered this. My face is like – it's like seasoned salt. There's like white and black and red and yellow and orange, and it's just all sporadic. It, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's a – that – I can't compensate for anything. Yeah, I think have I've you to- found a text to tweet I yet? Are you still it. looking? Well, How I, long can we stall? Uh, I thought we actually covered some good stuff. I thought there. so too, but I just at some point find the. Well, I had all sorts of people coming at me today. I got Wingo coming at me. I got oh, Kurt what? Warner coming oh, at oh, me. Oh, the uh, completion percentage. Yeah, like I was just trying to help kids out. And then you hear that one tweet, the tour guide here. She's like, every tour I do, a woman asks about Rosillo. She goes every single tour. What do they ask? Yeah, I go. Where were you when I was here? Yeah. Telling people you were Dan's dad. That's the Dan Patrick show. Remember? <laughs> the tour guide. Yeah, here's where the Dan Patrick show is. There's that. I don't know who he, which one he is. Yeah, we had a tour. We have tours that come by all the time. So back in the day, Scott and I were over in that other section yeah. and a dude came by and he's in the hallway and he goes, okay, the Dan Patrick shows there. Dan had been gone for three years. The, um, the, the, good, the good thing about, about both of us is neither of us got salty about it or carried grudges and brought it up later on a podcast. See, the <laughs> thing is, is we actually handed, handled it better than Gottlieb. Gottlieb just lost it, got out. In front of the tour and calls out this something an hour guy and he's like, actually, dude, he goes, and Gottlieb had like zero couth, didn't think you'd hear that word today on the pod. And he mm-hmm. goes, hey, man, he goes, hey, uh, Dan Patrick show, like, what are you doing? You know, there's like seven kids from Weathersfield in the hallway and he's like, Dan Patrick hasn't been here in three years. He goes, what would you say, Tony Bruno? And Gottlieb just ethered him right in front of the tour. And then the guy's like, and the Doug Gottlieb show's here, too. <laughs> Which was all he could do. Yeah. All right. All right. And then here's the new HD studio. Yeah, it is cold. They do that. They, the anchors like that. All right. I can't. How? I like. I mean, did this kid delete his tweet after I... Might have. He, Just go to your tweets. You don't tweet that much. Figure it out. I don't know. I've been on fire lately. I'm really? I'm trying to help John Becker get some recognition around here. Do you think, though, that ESPN undersold my sex appeal while I was here on an everyday show? Eight hundred percent. That we 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 missed that. We missed a lot of windows, but not capitalizing on your sex appeal is probably my biggest regret about our show, dude. I think this guy deleted it. All right. So anyway, here's what I tweeted out. I go. It was the Heat Sixers game. Um, Wade was incredible to close the game. Bob uh, Simmons. By the way, if you're a Cavs fan, you're like, oh, cool. Wade is bragging about how much better shape he's getting into now that he's with Miami. Like, dude, come on. Gabby Union's going to hear this, probably send me a bunch of hateful tweets, bring it. No, nah, because you're sexy and everybody respects that. Yeah, she'd be like, if you weren't so freaking hot, Rosillo, it'd just torch you on this Twitter machine. So I tweet out, I go, hey, 
Wade was awesome, blah, 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 blah. But with 27 seconds left, game tied, Wade fouled Ben Simmons. So 27 seconds left in game, shot clock about to start. He fouled Simmons, and I'm going, wait a minute, he wanted to foul in a tie game Mm-mm. with the shot clock in that situation? And Spo even had a look on his face where he's like, all right, everybody calm down, calm down. And he, and then, so I tweeted out, and then numbers guys always argue this stuff. Like, oh, if you look at PPP and possession and, and game score and win probability, and Europe does it all the time. So this dude is like a statistician for a Utah thing, was like, he absolutely, he's like, ever heard of strategy. So I couldn't sleep, and I just said, I'm going to torch this dude. I go, by the way, Spo said after the game, he didn't want to foul. In case you're interested. Yeah, it, yeah right. And he, Wade screwed it up. Now, so but see, there you go. I, and you got excited because I was fighting. I did. Well, I got excited because you were fighting, yes. But more than anything, I got excited because I figured this was like some stats guy that was some, you know, basketball analytics such and such. Some, well, I think he might be, though. He had like 220 followers. He was just some random guy wandering the streets of Utah. That, no, no. He had like a job in basketball. I think he had like, yeah. Not I, a lot of followers. So then. That was my part. I figured you'd fight someone that was a worthy adversary. Not that this guy isn't, but... You know what, though? It was the Trey Young-Jimmer thing. Because I did a Trey Young-Jimmer deal and Haverstro, and I said, Trey Young, Trey Young reminds me of Jimmer in that he gets to do whatever he wants. And then and then Haverstro hit you with like an um tweet. He did. And then another um. one of our analytics guys inside was like, uh, one dude's a freshman, the other's a senior. Mm. And you go, oh, that's why I haven't heard of Trey Young the last three years. Right. Because he was in high school in Norman. What makes you the most mad now, though? On Twitter? Yeah. Not nearly as much. I mean, because people, hey, you, you know, whatever. People, people. You don't fight as much anymore? Not as much. God, I had a good fight today, though. You did? Yeah. I had Tell a good, me about I had it. How'd it go today? Uh, some, somebody that was a, it, well, and here's the thing. Uh, the, the guy today was somebody that was like some one of those clown touts, like internet touts, buy my pick guy. 5 and 0 last night? Whatever he was. And he told, he, I guess I made, I was talking about Nevada. Cause if you've watched Nevada play, those guys don't give up. What? They pull like, you love those guys. They just get buckets, man. Buckets, buckets, buckets. And Stanford Steve's working on a getting muscle one, right? Um, is Stanford Steve's here? Is that the fight? Stanford Steve. Oh yeah. He found my Twitter fight. Excellent. So I go, Wade was awesome. Although I did the, he would really want to foul Simmons down. He goes, it's called strategy. They absolutely wanted to foul Simmons. Spo admitted they didn't. Fifty percent, fifty-seven percent from the line. Not to mention a big-time moment in experience. But when you start kind of like adding, it's kind of my argument of like when you talk about a basketball player being a Hall of Famer, the quicker you get to his gold medal, the weaker the guy's case is. Mm. Um, risk, no doubt, but you can bet Spo wanted to gamble on those odds. Or me, two thirty a.m. <laughs> Just rage, not rage drinking. spewing out of your nostrils. <laughs> you were wrong. Spo said the plan. I hate you. I will punch your face. Like just the line where he's like, "You can bet Spo wanted to gamble on those odds." Yep, that you was were, it. You were wrong. Spo said the plan was to foul if Wade missed one of the three free throws. Wade messed it up, and you could tell from Spo's reaction if you were watching the game. All right, here, let me get you to my fight. Um. Stanford Steve PAing the show with Saruti. This is great. This is this is. I'm, somebody's calling you now. You got people on your phone. I can't sleep for crap. Thank All you, right. Steve. Oh, what's I, I just was. I called. I called some guy a bum ass tout because <laughs> because he's somebody that's like begs for forty bucks for picks, and he was. Yeah, yeah, Profane stuff, you know, you know, MF and me and calling me all these terrible names. He's like, look, I, I don't have to tolerate this from you. Did he see your new watch though? 
Oh, you like that? Yeah. I've, is that the new new or is that the second one after you had the ladies Rolex? Well, we upgraded. We, I, I upgraded my tennis Rolex that had a, had a, a, the watch face was the size of a dime to a man's watch. That was always nice. Oh, that's cool. Watch People man, did that to you all the time. Hey, do they make a men's watch in that size? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, this is the new one. This is just a new, just a little timepiece. No, that's nice. Swiss, I don't wear the, the I don't wear the spot. I don't wear the Philippe Patek out that I don't wear that out because that's a that's a fancy one. Oh, you don't wear it out? Not much. I just I, just, I keep it in the safe with my guns. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a if you had one of those, you would like those. That's the kind of watch that makes you not want to make it to last call. If, uh, yeah, no, we just we've upgraded the watches. I I wasn't really that into watches when I when I knew you, but now you're getting sexier, and I'm becoming a watch guy. Okay, all right. So Sanford Steve has now found. Okay, the audio may be challenging at times here on this one, but this is good. Um, I told a guy, and this guy told me, "Shut up, bleep sucker." What do you think the bleep was for? Well, South Carolina, um, <laughs> Wisconsin will beat that Maryland. Can I can I say? It? Yeah, you say it. Wisconsin will beat that Maryland ass in the morning. Go to sleep. Starts with a P, and wake up a loser. So. Okay, great, good time. Then they they Wisconsin beat Maryland, and then it's like, hey, where are you at? And I'm like, um, I responded to that. I said, I- I'm right here, and you're there begging people for a couple of twenties for your picks on PayPal, you old bum ass internet tout. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put T F O H, which means that means get the bleep out of here. And then he tweeted a thousand more things at me, and 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 like made me like his pin tweet that I'm like. I mean, these people are pitiful. Yeah, the, the the whole call a guy out, get a response, then pin the tweet and like it and retweet it. You go, you know what? Like, there's always this separation, okay? <laughs> Most people think we aren't very talented. <laughs> They're wrong though, because we're good at we're good at this. No, but you you're more like you're far more talented, and the, the levels that you've reached are are beyond what what I've Relax. been able to put together. Yeah, my little my little content show I had there for a bit, but. What we do, like if you're an actor, somebody goes, all right, that's hard. Have you ever actually try to act? Yeah, all the time. That's right. You were, you've been in some, you're on film IMDb. Film classes, yeah. I am too. I play myself on the Mike and Mike show. Mm. I okay. think that's my one credit. But what we do is generally, like most people just think, I could have done that. Sure. So I think that's why everybody hates us. I think people on the internet just behave in a way that, they, wait, this is this is not an epiphany by any stretch people just behave in a way that they never would behave in the world it's just not how anyone acts so it's just that's what you deal with and that's that's fine I, i'm not troubled by that old bum ass internet tout at all i hope he i hope what he, if he goes three and oh tonight i hope he does and i hope somebody sends him 40 bucks so he can go out to go out and get himself a, a six pack of suds and sit sit down and enjoy him uh i'm not i'm not troubled i, I used to get i used to get mad you see, that's the part that I love about your fight is that I know you were mad because Math Guy tried to tell you that he knew more than you, and you're just like you weren't going to stand for that. No, Math Guy, I kind of hate Math Guy. I do. I, not because I don't like math. I like math. I was doing math the other day just for fun, just uh, sitting around running arithmetic, running some running some tables. Bang, long division in your in your eye hole. Hey, dude, try to do some long division tonight. You just, just you'll go. What? Wait a minute. Am I carrying stuff, or is that the other one? But can I say and this is very little. This has been serious. This is serious. I don't care. Uh, the <laughs> the the math the the math person who wants to then tell the sports person that 
who's spent and we're his, the sports people. Correct. Okay. Who wants to tell that guy who spent his life watching sports that now he doesn't understand sports because yeah. math allows you to have some other plane on which you exist that I don't. That guy can f- off. <laughs> well, unfortunately, when we thought because Katie Nolan swore that we could swear on our first podcast, we swore for like the first five minutes and then we, were, we all got bleeped out. Oh, Katie's the only one that's got carte blanche. To she, she was told she couldn't swear. either. Oh, is that what happened to Rudy? Because we, we thought we could swear. Well, on the can't first we just one. beep that? We yeah, can beep it. Beeping them all but, out. But good. I think the point will get across. Yeah, because really math can be used to help us understand things that you should think about doing, but that guy that's going to tell you you're supposed to foul in a tie game with 27 seconds left. They do it left, in Europe. Great. I'm gra- I'm, Don't understand, dude. Over in Stad, the play is to foul with 27 left, but in Miami... You Seska? Haven't. Haven't. Yeah. Got to get to that right after Dan the wire. Tony's brother's been doing it since the late 70s. Right after the wire. I'm going to watch some Seska. <laughs> Uh, some people will pronounce it Cheska. You don't know either. Nope. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, like here, we'll get Sarudi in on this one because Sarudi had a great tweet because I hate, I hate win probability. It's so stupid. And you want to know why? Because it's wrong all the time. And if you're telling me win probability is just score time possession then you're ignoring all sorts of factors. Like, how did this other football team get 21 points? Was it a pick six in a, in a kick return? All right, well, that's different than two 80-yard drives where you're showing real dominance over the other team. Okay? And so Saruti had this thing. What did you say? It was about Golden State, and was it Brady, too? What was it? Yeah, it was It was Patriots and, and the Warriors. Like, win probability shouldn't be in, ex- in existence. Like, it doesn't matter with those two teams because the win probability, if they're down, if the Warriors are down 20, I don't want to hear that their win probability was, like, so bad. Is the same as the Hornets. back in a quarter. Yeah, yeah, the same as the Hornets down 20. And that's, like, that's why, unless somebody's telling me there's a different version of win probability that we're running, but, like, I hate when Sports Center will drop a, oh, my God, what a comeback. Look at this. And the win probability at this point of the game was 89%. I've never and, done it and once. Then, I never and then will. I retweeted it, and a guy goes, well, actually, doesn't stand prob- doesn't understand probabilities. And you go, you don't understand what it's like to get punched in the face. <laughs> By a man with a Yukon Cornelius beard and an IMDB credit. Filled in for Mike Greenberg. Plays himself. It really does. The math math guy that that tells you that he's got it figured out from a math standpoint. And it's never that, hey, here's some math you haven't thought of. It's, hey, stupid person that should be deported. (laughs) Condescending look look down my nose at you, you, and you suck at your job. So why did you vote for Trump? Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> when are you guys going to start getting more political on the SVP Sports Center? Mm, I don't know. I'm I'm going to open. Did you up. see Black Panther? Steve did. Do you like it, Steve? <clears throat> Two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. He would remember when he was our urban television enthusiast. Yep, he had Je- seen everything. Two twenty seven. All every episode. Knew them all. Still am. Jack- Martin. Jack- he, he has every Martin on DVD. <laughs> Coming up next on House of Buggin. So, okay, all right, that's good. But you'll see, I won't see Black, I won't see Black Panther. I won't see any movie. That seems wrong. And it's is not even it's not racist. But did you see Wolverine? You see Logan? Nope. All right, can't get you on that one. Nope. No Marvel. No. You know what? Did you see Ghostbusters two? Well, no, not two. The one with the women. 
I thought it was two. No, they had a two with Bill Murray. People missed it like Caddyshack 2? It wasn't bad as Caddyshack 2. Sweet! There's a little little sweet for people. I I didn't want to forget to do it. People like that. Um, I didn't see, I don't see movies. I don't see in no, no films, no nothing. I just watch Maryland games and then just get pissed. How bad? Yeah, you had, you took an L this week. Sure did. Another script. Follow the same script. Close, late, loss. I just, that's all I, I watch that. I have time, but that, I guess their season is over. So now I have time to go to the, uh, for cinema, film. Hmm. How's the writing? Uh, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. Uh, the people helping me out listen to this podcast. So I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't really know what lane I should stay in, but it's, it's a process. Yeah. I sent you, do you I trust se- it? Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm getting there. I'm working on my second pilot now. It's a lot, it's a lot weirder, a lot darker. It's pretty heavy. I don't know if people are going to like it. I pitched it to somebody on the phone and they were like, that's pretty screwed up, man. Well, you, you got it. You got a lot going on in between those years of years. Up yeah. there. A lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of different alleyways that people don't necessarily walk down, but you do. I do. Well, I sent you my pilot for the first show. Yep. And I read the first, <laughs> I read the first little bit of it. And then this is true. And then Sam, uh, that's my son. He came running Sam with something. Gash? Uh, he, he'll, oh, ga- your son. he'll gash you. He will. If he's open, something bad's going to happen. And then he fell and then threw a cup or something and then. I don't know. So many things in my life start and then very few of them finish if kids are awake. I didn't have any I didn't I didn't feel like oh I can't believe he hasn't read this yet. I mean it's a little weird like but I felt I felt good enough to let you see it, let some other people see it. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten? You know, it's it's kind of this weird thing because you know, I don't want to say who the guy is, the main guy that's helping me because he's been incredible uh, and I actually feel bad for him. I'm wondering if he's regretting our relationship because he's like, oh, cool. Rosillo sent me another 60 pages to look at. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's part of you. He's like when you hit send on something, you hope somebody's going to go, oh my God, this is great. You nailed it. Like you have it. And I haven't been able to do that yet. But I've also, I know just kind of going through the process that it's a long ways away of just, hey, I finished 60 pages. Like I think what I did was the lazy college student the first draft, and I said, hey, 60 pages, my work is done. You're like, well, is anything good in it? And, you know, tweak here, tweak there, and it's a lot of work. And like I've said before, like I had a day today. I sat in front of that thing three or four different times. I put on different music. There's this one song I keep listening to over and over and over again. I'm walking around in my living room in my kitchen, and I start trying to think out the scene and the next line. And, like, sometimes it can take a half an hour to write the perfect next sentence. And then there's other times where it just, okay, I know where I'm going start to finish in this entire scene. Do so, what do what you like, Shock G? <laughs> no, you know what I've been getting into again is Tuscadero. Did you ever get into those guys? They're from your neck of the woods. Where are they from? I, uh, I think it's a Maryland, D.C. thing. I, I better double check that. I could be wrong. Maybe some, Maybe a friend of mine saw them in concert in D.C., which would be entirely different. Band of Horses? What kind of music are you getting? Are you not allowed to listen to music anymore? <laughs> you a, sound like a really complicated dad. Don't you have enough? Like, can't we get some sort of nanny over there so you have a little more free time? There's some help that it's involved, but just uh, let me tell you about help. I mean, unless unless it's unless it's a true handoff and it's somebody else's responsibility, there's it, 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 it never really goes away. Again, ask any parent, young kids. The only peace you have is when the lights go out in that room and you know that they're down, and that's it. That's it. And then all you want to do is it just sounds awful. Um, it is. And then all you want to do is just sit there and not be troubled. Am I right? Sm- Stamper Steve smiling. He knows. He knows. He's on it. Every young parent out there. And I'm not a young parent. I'm an old parent. I'm the old parent that should have been a parent. But you know what? If I was a parent back in the day, then my whole life would have been different. So it's this. This is where we are. 
But see, now I'm old and stubborn and want to do what I want to do, and but I don't get to. No, I mean, I imagine you get. And we haven't even gotten to the traveling sports per- portion of life. That's gonna, I, I can't even imagine that part. But then by then I'll you be, don't even go anywhere. No, but I'm gonna have to because it'll be like, oh, we got a game in Granby. Oh, you mean that? Yeah. When we get to that point, but then I'll be so old, I'll just be like, I'll just sit out back and be like, nope. Dad said he's not coming. He wants to listen to the new Band of Horses and watch season four of The Wire. Are you? Is it, that's two Band of Horses references. Is this is this your jam right now? Are you in a Band of Horses phase? No. What I'm kind just, of music phase are you in right now? I'm in the music phase where I my again it goes back to the child. My uh, listen to a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire because uh, daughter likes it. Would you bring her to a show? You think? I don't a melody tent down in the Cape. I know what, a guy. Really? I don't know. What time is it? Before sunset. <laughs> Because once it gets dark, it's pretty much it puts the kibosh on things. It, yeah, that's a. I imagine Earth, Wind, and Fire is still a later show. Yeah, because you know a couple, couple Franzias in the old lady. <laughs> you know, you start grooving. Let's groove tonight. Yeah, and then you're thinking she okay. calls it the robot song. Why? Because it begins with the beginning of it is it sounds like a robot. Oh, and then she likes the Daft Punk song. Doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're doing it right. So she's pro-robot. Pro-robot. So she's diametrically opposed to Chris Long, who's anti-robot. Speaking of the whole robot position, Mm -hmm. you know when everybody says, like, we've seen this movie before and we know how it ends, like the end of days, and I think we could slow it down in some of this robot evolution myself. Yeah, I saw, like, a fake dog open a door and people got scared. I'll just kick that dog in the head. That's the end of that. Yeah, or just close the door again, right? Yeah, boom. Hey, now what? Yeah. Was the door locked? No, it just yeah, stood like, up. Was, is the future just going to have all sorts of doors that no longer have deadbolts? No. Right. I mean, hey, the robot, they, like, what's it even going to do? I don't know. Does it have a blowtorch? But when people say, hey, we've seen this movie before, yeah, we saw it, and Will Smith was the hero, and everybody was fine. Yep. Does anybody ever think of that rebuttal? Evidently not. Just You just need Will Smith. He'll fix it. He's doing a lot of really inspirational talks on Insta- on the gram about happiness. Like, you're not in charge of your happiness. No, nobody else is it. You are. So don't look to somebody else to make you happy, bro, because that's on you. I'm so sick of celebrities faking their happiness. Yeah. Just be average like the rest of us. No, Medium level of up and downs. Like, screw you and your motivation. Like, there's nothing easier than people that are like, oh, like, I could tell everybody how to have a better day. <laughs> that's the easiest thing in the world. I may do one tomorrow on Instagram. Hey, if you're ever feeling down and, you know, you're afraid that, like, tomorrow's uncertain, man, that's just life, and this is great, and I'm in a Bugatti. And I you know? Kill, like, and, yeah, and, yeah, like, guess what, Will? Your day likely is going to be better than mine yeah, today. You, you have a chef. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had an Eggo waffle with my hand out of the toaster. Sarudi, you can help us out with this. His kid, Jaden, right? Did he threaten to cut off his genitals because he just wanted to reject gender? Or did, was I dreaming that? <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. Can you research that? Hold on. What? Yeah, he, to, that kid's got some tweets out there. He wanted to go Kendall? That's next level. That's like, I don't want you to assume my gender extra. Man, it, it's taking it. What else do you have to do? Um, what are you doing this weekend? We got the Tebow thing coming up. Heading down for uh, heading down for a little Tebow charity function. Jacksonville, um, yeah, flying commercial for that. Sure am. Connecting flight. Got a nor'easter. Should go just great. Oh wait a minute! This is a horrible weekend for you. 
Why? Or is wait a minute, is, is Tebow this weekend? Yeah. Say hi to him for me. Of course, always. And um, we'll do Say hi to his brother. His brother really likes me. Steven? Is he the jacked one that just kind of walked around a lot and wore lower tanks? <laughs> they're a great they're a great group. Um, no, they like me. You bring the wife, she's a gator. No, because she, she's got a, another Jacksonville trip going. Uh, Man, Jacksonville, who knew? The city's yeah. on fire. Check yeah, out the yeah. real estate prices on Zillow now. Yeah, there's some pricey real estate there. Um, we get an update on that kid's junk? Yeah, I don't think there's any surgery. He just uh, he no, was, he didn't. He didn't actually have it. I thought yeah. it was just a tweet. No, he just uh, he apparently is gender fluid, and he just wears whatever he wants. So he'll wear like skirts and stuff. That's a big di- like. Th- yeah, if, that's different than if an a operation. guy wants to wear a bikini. It's way different than just hey, where you got you got one of those one of those ginsus so I can take this down to the. Here's a question for you. <laughs> Were the Scottish the first to reject gender roles? Kilts. Ah. Yeah. Could have been. Were they Maybe they of- just like a little breeze on the undercarriage when things got a bit ripe. If you, huh? Woo! It's a bit ripe in the, it's a bit ripe in the berry patch. What? God, that sounds like good. Like you could have been on the neck, like you could be on Shrek. How are you not voicing stuff for, for, <clears throat> Animated stuff. I have he no idea. On that. I have he, no idea. Like, they well, let, they failed didn't they me. let Colin do something? For God, he was like the voice of a oh, car in a, in a movie. It's believable the amount of crap and they every, let cowherd every do. Cowherd intimid- every cowherd imitation is the same. It would just always be like, <laughs> hey, I'm crazy man. I'm from Boston. Yeah, 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 right. No, no, no. That's such a good point. Right? Because he would do, he would do. Hey, oh, John goes, Brady, hey, I'm hey, crazy. Hey, John, John Lester. And then he would be like, these Alabama fans, oh my God. <laughs> and so it was just, but yeah, I don't, I don't really ever, I didn't never, like that's one of the things with ESPN that I'll never quite understand. Like I knew I was not going to voice over a Disney cartoon, but right? I should be, damn you it. should be. Like there's things when I showed up to work, be like, you're not going to do that. Like when I saw Katie Nolan announced the coach celebrity team, I went, you in a, you could work there a million years. And they'd be like, yeah, Rosillo. I don't know about this one. Yeah, but did um, did she ever box out Usain Bolt? No, Usain Bolt sucked at basketball. Yeah, but you you he was fast and you and you scored points. You got the over. I did. They never were inviting me back to that game, and I it sucked because I used to be good. And by the time I played in that game, I was I wasn't any good anymore. When's the last time you played? Uh, last Thursday, just broke off twelve or fifteen points and gets this kid. Nothing great, nothing better than Rosillo hitting you with pickup stats. Was that out west, uh, or was it here in Connecticut where the pickups are terrible? Uh, it was actually, uh, it was here right before I left, so it was three weeks ago. Mm. For those of you at home, 12 of 15 in pickup. That's by ones. Have some. And twos. Straight. Check ball. I remember when we first started working together, I was like, well, we need to play one-on-one. Yep. And then you were like, yeah, whatever. You were very dismissive. And then I said, well, who do you think would win? And on the air, you turned to me and went, I know who thinks they will win. <laughs> yep. But that, that's because I remember when I was good and it was longer ago than when you were good. And then we got an argument about running and I'd asked you, when's the last time you've run in a full sprint? And I think seven years ago, you said it had been 10 years. Yeah. Still, it's. Uh, do you think it's been 15 years since you ran as fast as you could? No. One night, I told I told the story in the air. One night after bringing the, this is true. One night after taking the garbage can down to the old house, the old house was kind of like a straight, slightly inclined driveway. And after I took it down, I remember it, it was fresh in my head. I'm like, you know what? I can still run. 
So I did. I ran as fast as I could to the top of the hill. and That's like, a steep hill. Yeah, but I kept thinking the whole way there, the old house, new house, you know, new house. Old house? That's not steep. Right. It was yeah. old house. New house, you know, castle on the hill. What's up? Shout out, Ed Sheeran. Um, you uh, hate that guy, don't you? I don't know. I come around. Oh, right. that's the softest answer ever. You can't. I send you. My daughter likes Castle on the Hill. You know, you've got to play the song. Didn't he just rip off where the streets have no name, though, that guitar riff? Isn't it the exact same guitar riff? They're the mm. same guitar riff. I ran as fast as I could up the hill, and the whole way I thought that my <laughs> hamstring was going to pop, and I was just thinking, I just thought, I, I'm, I'm afraid my body's become like, like, uh, like an old light bulb. It's just at, at any point, everything will shatter. So just don't get old, man. Don't. Sucks. Everything about it sucks. How much money do you have in your bank account right now? So much. Like so much. What do you want? <laughs> what uh what give me how much longer can we gotta move, huh? Like Stanford C is kinda leering a little bit. What are you guys doing tonight on the show? Um Or wait a minute, this is gonna be playing tomorrow. So yeah. this will be how was last night's show, Scott? Awesome. Everything we did worked and Perfect. Yep. Um final final one then. Give me Scott's inspirational IG message to the public. Um, this is for everybody. This is a catch-all. This is not just not dudes. All right. All ages, all races, all equal. When you think your berries are ripe <laughs> and the rutabaga stew's gone bad, never run at top speed. <laughs> Will, Will Smith could never do that. No, I snotted when I did that one. Um, Sweet. Uh, I have nothing. I was going to come up with something that rhymed with rutabaga. I don't remember what rhymes. Rutabaga, with rutabaga? Pitcher, yeah, pick what, a tougher one. Rhymes with rutabaga. Nah, man, Matt just Berger. just don't get old and um and and bone up on your wire knowledge because it's a it's a transformative series. I bought you season one, gifted it to you on iTunes. Yep, and then I didn't know how to do it. Yeah, that was a waste of thirty bucks. Thirty for Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Scott. Here's thirty. You know what you could have done with those thirty bucks? Bought some pics on the internet from that bum ass tout.